alive. Oh, you're yeah. alive. Oh my God. I, I like to give you a bit of warning. You don't like to give me warning. That's the I thing. Know. You often start without telling me. I just me. want to get get you off guard a bit. Well, a little bit, of, little bit of spark to get the, the, Gary, the Gary comedy flames alight. The comedy flames alight. They've been embers for years. Yeah. Are you going to be funny today? or never going to be funny. So it's what my mum said to me <laughs> when I was born. Hey, happy new year. Happy new year, mate. And, you know, I want to say, because we're, apart say from... It. We're in, and I, I often say to you like, oh, don't reference that we're in a pub because it's a bit. It seems a bit tacky, but I'm going to reference yeah, we're in a pub. Today. And I do not drink this and pub drive. to me. I consider this pub the meeting house because meeting every house. time we come here, we meet a random person or persons, and they come and join our table. We do have that strange, I don't know, attraction, that was, perfume, that scent. of creep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can we name can we name some of the people that we've met in this pub? Well, I can't name any of them. But <laughs> well, we don't I, know their names. Well, there was a there was a washed up. It wasn't washed up. It was a nice Nin- guy, like a nineties nineties trance DJ who'd released like a number four one track hit wonder. The, yeah, well, number but, four but wonder. he was still living off it. Like yeah. he was in a pub at sort of twelve. I wish I could so, do that midday. Well, we, yeah, we are. <laughs> um, and then there was yeah. Who else was there? There was. Three Essex girls, yeah. One of whom has um, won a, won a um, a court settlement of what quarter of a million? Wasn't I it? don't think it's that, but she she had. To, anyway, they were really nice. They were really nice girls. She'd been for a lot, and they were they were kind of just. Funny accent, everyone though, isn't it? joins our table. It's our they accent. Do. It's the same accent, mate. Yeah. Oh, and then the, then don't, you're not posh. There was another. No, I know. He's from Norfolk. I'm not Suffolk. There's a difference. Suffolk, whatever. There's a different. Thing. We're slightly less inbred. Or more inbred, depending on where you're from. In Suffolk, they have two horses to a tram. Yeah. In Norfolk, you have three. Uh, welcome to This is the D-Trout Spinners podcast. I am one of your hosts. This is Miles Pennell. And I'm Gary Foster. Thinking of dropping that. Know, I was thinking of dropping that. Oh, I did it already. Oh, um, and, it is, and it is New Year, so obviously we're going to talk about the show. But, however... Miles, Happy New Year. Happy New Year said. to you, Gary. We don't say it apart from on the show. We don't for, say it enough, effect. do we? We don't say it enough apart from once and a year. And how was, how was your New Year? How was my New Year? So How's your Christmas and New Year? Christmas was really nice. Uh, ate a lot. Drank a lot. Looks so. uh, It's one of those really weird things. When you when you come back to work, you're immediately depressed. Almost, It's a horrible it, thing. It's, it's, it's horrible. I'm starting on this Monday. I haven't done any uni work. Where do you work, Gary? Well, I, I do uni work. <laughs> I write essays. And is that in an office environment? Or I get would paid, you? So okay. Yeah, you do. There is an office oh, environment. Um, no, but it's that thing of like your body is so full of alcohol and hops. And, and cheese. And cheese. So and just cheese. seeping out of your pores. And I look old and because I just I haven't had any water. So I'm so dehydrated. I haven't eaten like a solid vegetable. But the, I've had loads of veg. I've had loads of veg, but not, not... You know when you live on your own, you're in control of your consumption? No, no, but not... Because I do live on my own. But hang on a minute. Just to brick up you up on that Go point, on. you're in control of your consumption too. No, but I don't... I mean, Kalina probably is I'm not... in control of everything you ever do. But, don't mention her name. Sorry, you cut that out. But um, I'm in control... But I'm just saying my Christmas is my New Year. Like, there was vegetables being served. At these events, what I mean is you're not, do, you're not doing your own shopping, like Rick Waller. I have to, mate. Yeah, like exactly. That's a no, great right. from the show. Yeah. Um, so no, and then New Year's was was interesting. I, I, I'm now slightly, I'm one of these people that I sort of hibernate in someone's house now, and I wouldn't call it a house party, but I would certainly call it a house gathering. It was me, my sister, and her um, husband, 
It's just sorry, there's a plane going by. Yeah. It's incredibly loud. Yeah. I think we're being followed because there's it's a For chopper. Quality. It's a chopper. A quality chopper. And he's and he's, he's gonna shoot. Get off the air. <laughs> Get off the air, you. Yeah, um, a little. Fire. And what what always happens with with every time me and my sister get drunk is it quickly escalates into a sort of sing along, into a sort of happy gay sing along, uh, and gay as in the uh, you know proper use of the word gay these I'm days. Homosexual. Yeah, that is the proper. Use. So, <laughs> we were we were singing along to like old like nineties Christina Aguilera songs, and Britney Spears songs. I must confess. That's Britney. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know, but I, yeah, uh, you'd have loved it. I do. I, I watch, lo- did you watch Craig David on a? He was a weak choice for New Year's on on a, on the Beeb. No, but you sent me a thing with Ainsley on it. I didn't watch it. Like, so we weren't watching Gar- anything. Gary and I, we have this, this strange admiration and Ainsley affinity. Ainsley will be on this podcast before we die. I hope he is. He will be, honestly. He's my he's my absolute aspiration. Am I an absolute male? Imagine if we got to know him. We're like, oh, listen, we do this podcast. He's like, could you be on it? It's like, what's it about? Well, it's about the Ricky Gervais, Stephen Hawking <laughs> <Richard, laughs> show yeah, from 2002. And it's like, I never listened to that. And it's like, could you come on anyway? Yeah, <laughs> please. please. Could you come on anyway? Please. I don't want you. I think he'd enjoy it. But I saw him on um, Jules Holland. The best hey, thing about did, Jules yeah, Holland. Craig David was no, a Craig, bit, Craig, I've, Craig, I've seen He was on the beat, but he always just does um, uh, Seven Days. But, yeah. Monday, yeah, I've got, I've got, there's a bit in my stand-up routine which I'm not going to do, which is about Craig David seven days. Almost certainly not. Almost certainly not. The big question is, what did he do on Sunday? Was it just chill or? I think he had. Did he had a wank? I think he had sex again, (laughs) (laughs) which is basically what he said. I had sex on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Break on Sun, break on Friday. Sex on Saturday. Sex on. He's just boasting. Yeah, boaster. What was, your, what was yours? Watch the news on Monday. Watch the news on Monday. Watch the news on Tuesday. <laughs> Watch the news on... I was going to sleep by six. I do. On Friday Sometimes and Saturday. Um, but, um, what was your... What, so, so that was fun. Yeah, was fun. it's good. Not a lot of prosecco. I made prosecco. And... It was quiet. Um, some of Gran on, on... I got what... Yeah, so I got this present. <laughs> I got... My Gran gave me a, a kettle. <laughs> <laughs> that's the present she what kind of kettle is take it, it back. it's like a steel kettle steel um, not it's, bad that's good, that's like good. A, I'd yeah, rather that good. to a plastic one but my mum how what was the sort of what's the boiling temp temps like how many volume to the boiling ratio do you know what you're talking about no or? no don't how know fast anything. can it boil say a litre a litre it boils a litre of water in roughly the time it takes a kettle to boil a litre of water yeah see that sounds about right um, but my mum got me the best present she doesn't get me presents but she got me a present it was right it's like a the 17 like lesbian a, routine it looks like section. a tablet screen but mm. it's got a back so it's 3D so it stands up on it's own that's alright and right. it's an Alexa my god what? You know Alexa, where what, you can what, say, uh, Alexa, yeah. Alexa, play, what is, what is play Ala- Don't Look Back in Anger, and it, it literally <laughs> comes on. It comes on. No, what, what, it actually, what it actually said was, I was gonna, I was gonna do that yeah. for you anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, she was saying, could, could you come up with something a bit better than that? <laughs> no, but it's amazing. It was really. It's so what is it really integrated good. within the back of the iPod? Yeah, it's, it's in, iPad. it's in iPad. So you can say, Alexa, show me because I get Amazon Prime. That's not bad. I, I get Amazon Prime for one ninety nine a Boasting. month because I'm a student. All right. <laughs> and uh, but I get Amazon. So you can but say, in twelve uh, years time, say, when you're not a student, Alexa, that'll go play, right up. play the help or whatever the 
Amazon Prime, yeah. and it will play it. And it, it, really? Yeah. But, uh, but uh, have I used it for that? No, I've said, no. Alexa, play Wonderwall. <laughs> Alexa, can you play definitely maybe on, on hard rotation from now until 2021, <laughs> and indeed whenever I choose to die. Um, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I Okay, so I've got a very interesting... Did you get any nice presents? So I got... I got people basically when in doubt gift gift voucher out that's what I say bit of a cop out mm-hmm. but I do it as well so yeah. it's a cop out. but I got mum my mum she's into like meditation and like new what would you call it like new age living and all that new age bullshit she, yeah new that's age bullshit I, call it. Uh, I got her a salt lamp from the Himalayas I didn't go there got it delivered from Amazon that's what's great um, got her that she was well ha- happy with that uh, flowers Prosecco. Yeah, there were those. But then, but my uncle, right, he gets me very interesting presents. Now, Um, this is your uncle, your mum's brother? My mum's brother, yeah. Yeah. Um, He, uh, how to describe it? He gets me very, very strangely. He's he's absolutely lovely, very supportive person. Give me lots of money in the past to sort of... uh, Money? Yeah, for money and stuff in there. My uncles wouldn't give me money if I was was homeless. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but he got not bothered. So in the past, it's got me like Bobby Charlton's autobiography. <laughs> you cannot believe a worse person. Mars barely knows who Bobby Charlton is. I unless would, he was is the he most what, is he, is he a dancer? Yeah, he's a dancer. He's a dancer. Let's just say this, he's a dancer. this year. I actually, I went and got like a. He got you Bobby Charlton's autobiography. Does he know you at all? I also got one year. <laughs> that's in past years gone. <laughs> gone. It's like Christmas. It's like Christmas Carol. I also got um, one year. I got Tiger Woods uh, autobiography. A lot of sports. Yeah, there's a lot. Cause interesting, because you're not interested in sports at all. At all, no. But this year I didn't. Uh, I got something different. You got um... Billy Connolly's autobiography. Good one. Uh, I never watched a Billy Connolly show though. Is he good? Billy Connolly is the classic kind of uh, who I see as like an eighties, nineties comedian who I who I watch now. And if I watch in my body now and in my consciousness now is not that funny but if I put myself into an 80s 90s context it's actually really funny and actually much funnier than well he's 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 highly revered isn't he and he's often thought of as quite a um, you know popular comedian and like quite a pioneer in apart from his comedy must be really interesting because he's come a lot I probably won't read it to be honest well I'll have it I'll give it to you next time I see you. And that'll be my Christmas present to you for this year. Well, I'm having a shower at your flat. That's that's a Christmas (laughs) present. I've got a new flat as well. Mars has got a new flat. Don't want to boast. Got a place of residence. He does not own it. (laughs) No. I don't own my flat either. (laughs) I've got a flat. Uh, What's the best present you've ever got for Christmas? Do you know, honestly, it was my Alexa this year. It is such a good present. because I think it is, though, but for someone like your mum to get you that... My mum... Never get my mum get me a t-shirt. You know, she's it's good. You know, it's fine. But dad doesn't get me Christmas presents. Top mom, lesbian calendar of two thousand. Yeah, she gets me Cat Dealey's calendar. She she said to me once we're watching something and she said, "Oh, Cat Dealey, she's she's fit." <laughs> I know, I know. But who 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 knows what Cat Dealey's up to now? My mum. She loves her. But hang on, when you're having a conversation like that with your mum, it is a bit. It's like, oh, okay. I, well, do you know? I since that day. I, I found Kat Zilli. You know, she's quite attractive. I don't yeah, want to get CD too base. I don't want to get too base, but she's quite attractive. CD Since that day, I've never looked at Kat Zilli again, ever. If she no. comes on TV, I'll turn it off. Well, she's in the US now, isn't she, doing something? Happy New, happy new yeah, Year happy to you, Kat Zilli. Uh, if you listen. To me. Um, no, 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 I wouldn't do that. 
Um, so, but anyway, we're now we we've we'll get done a bit that. of chat. We're talking about the show. Which, so this so, which show the, are we talking about, Mars? So this is called the D. Charles Menace podcast with Mars Pennell and Gary Forrestal. That's me. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm gonna drop that. See you later. <laughs> um, for any new listeners, because I always do like to start off to go, what the bloody hell is this podcast what about? If you've made it this far and we're 30 minutes in, what do you what is what do you what do you make of this? What, what is it about? What is it, what is it about? Well, I'll tell you what it's about. It's about the show that Ricky Gervais did with Steve Merchant and Carl Pilkington, just by chance that Carl Pilkington yeah. was there. 17, no, 18 years mm-hmm. ago. Can you believe that? It, it's a genuine... It made me feel genuinely old because I, I often do watch a lot of like Carl Pilkington clips on YouTube and stuff. I watched one recently... And he was on the uh, like, what's the name of the Tim Tim Lovejoy show? The Saturday morning soccer, cook, cookery show. Pattern. Yeah, but they but they often do like cookery shows and stuff. And Carl Pugerton is now forty five years old, and I and I turn. He was twenty nine when they did the shows. No, he isn't. He's forty seven. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Forty seven. So yeah, late late forties. Um, about the time of the show, he was twenty nine. And on this show, He's he 40. turns. Eight, oh, is he oh blooming? But but one of but the he's things, always been about forty eight anyway. But one of the things about yeah, exactly. He kind of always was, but now he is the age yeah, that he always was. But, he's, but he, one of the things about this particular show, just the the thing that I noticed at the beginning was, it really has a generational placement because it's like he they reference Tony Blair. Yeah. And it, it could it not seem longer ago that Tony Blair was. Oh. It is, and it, I was thinking. I was thinking to myself, it seems a generation ago, but it isn't. And then I was thinking to myself, yeah, no, it was eighteen years ago. It was a generation ago. Yeah, it was a generation ago that Tony Blair was pre- uh, prime minister. It's madness, isn't it? And also to think he was celebrating on this particular episode that we're discussing, and uh, which which episode is this? So this is. So we we skipped the one we we decided uh, yeah because there's a compilation we don't we're not going to do the compilation no episode. so this this is uh, so everyone can sort of listen along episode five episode five and this was originally broad, broadcast on September the what was it the twenty first of two thousand and two so I'll put a link in the bio and if you want now you can listen to that and come back to coming back to this show where we're going to be I would yeah, uh, absolutely if you're a fan of Ricky Gervais if you're not a fan of Ricky Gervais show if you're a fan of us if you're a fan of <laughs> if you're a fan of us what the fuck are you doing with your life but if you're a fan of Ricky Gervais I would urge you to listen to the show that Miles puts in the bio yeah and Miles does do all that stuff because I can't be bothered no I do I do I, like, no, I'm, I'm, I take I'm great pride in it Gary I take does, great pride I in can, my I take great pride in not doing it <laughs> so in this episode Ricky, but, Steve and Carl discuss obesity and art and Carl's 30th birthday leads him to think about the best thing he's ever done and it's interesting because I'm actually turning well, 30 that's, that's something I was going to reference and I, I was going to say interestingly we're literally at the same point in this show yeah. that you are right now with Carl so and Carl, one of the things Carl's laments in the show is laments have I, what's have a, I had what a good, well uh, considers uh, I ha, have I it. had a good 30 years <laughs> Have you had a... And now I can ask Miles that because you are exactly oh. the age of... Now, Miles turns 30 in two weeks, or in a week and a half. Yeah. And we are actually go, we are actually going to be... We're, we're going to do a special. We, we, we t- are we, 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 don't, Let's not... Let's not, let's not preempt now. the special. Let's not preempt it. But have you had a good 30 years? I can oh. ask you that now. Good have question, good Gary. Good question, years? Gary. Thanks for asking. Oh, um, I haven't. <laughs> Well, you're 40, 30, uh, how old are you? I'm 30, oh shit, you're 30. I'm 30 you're 43. <laughs> no, I'm 35. 
35, good year. Um, I think I've I think I've had. I kind of thought I'd he's be... He's grown a moustache since he's I've been grown a moustache. That, that was a highlight. He grew that when he was two. Yeah. So what have I done since then? I got a graduate degree, a 2-1, in English language and media. First. Yeah, Sorry? all right. Don't worry about that. I also... In addition to the debt that, that I racked up from that, I got, I, uh, I got a teaching qualification, of which I haven't used at all. How is Marxism doing at the moment? Doesn't matter. What's, doesn't what's matter. the current right. state of Marxism? Doesn't matter. Because I, I, I only ask that because Mars tells a story where... He does. He did a class, oh, and he did it on God. Marx, and he knows nothing about it. he. He does. Look, I'm not claiming I do, but he knows nothing about Marx. And he. Is this he an educator taught, Miles. <laughs> he to educate Marx. He no, because I don't. You I don't can't educate you either. <laughs> but he he knows nothing about. And now I just found that. Well, so my funny. students are all in prison or married or uh, you know in unhappy. <laughs> As Miles will be in a couple of years. Yeah. I think I've had an alright. I'm in a stable relationship. But in general, how's your life been? Yeah, I think it's been... I kind of expected to be in a different place in my career. Certainly. Yeah, I think we boasted. Yeah. yeah, I kind of thought I'd be a bit more successful than doing a podcast in a pub. That's a bit boasting. Yeah, I'd no, almost I, cut that out, but... Well, yeah. I won't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then leave the do you bit know what? where I said you, you should know what, cut though? it out in. I've overcome depression. <laughs> you haven't. He, he is the most depressed person I know. I'm not depressed. Uh, I'm well happy. No, listen... We face challenges, mental health challenges, both of yeah, us. Yeah. I don't talk about mine. You talk about yours more than I do. But we're both not. But we've we've kind of not overcome them. I wouldn't say overcome them. But supported we're, we're, each other. N- n- yeah, you very rarely supported me. The pills help. The pills support me. Yeah, not you. <laughs> not you. Um, and uh, the beta blockers. Yeah, they're good. It Mars is on Propranolol, I am as well. Are you? Yeah, but I don't take them See, we've day. never bonded over that. No, yeah, Where do you want to go with that? <laughs> oh, God. We're going to a spa, for God's sake. We've bonded yeah, over well, you ruined that. Sorry. Well, uh, I just... So, <laughs> so let's, let's talk about the what show. About, this is one of, actually, one of my favourite shows. Is it really? Yeah, it's, yeah. It was, I Mars was, doesn't find it... So, but yeah. I, I, I really like it. And I think... I said this last week. We're getting to the start, but we're not quite there, of the... What I would call the golden, the golden period, mm. and I think this show is the start of it. Now, after this, we get a couple of Claire episodes, which are good on their own. But I wouldn't say like if every episode would you Claire was, Sturgis? if every episode was with Claire, I would say I'd get a bit bored. But they, Claire only does three episodes, and they're good. But there is a Claire episode coming up soon. But this episode, I really like Claire Sturgis, liked. ladies and gentlemen. Claire Sturgis, <laughs> actually, Mars and I have talked about like. Because we, when we when we started this podcast, we said like, who, who would we? We're getting well ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah. who do we want to get on? We're like, obviously Ricky, Ainsley Harriet, no, Ainsley Harriet. But we were like Ricky, Steve, you. obviously Carl, and and both of us. I agreed, think Steve no, may both do us it. agreed that Steve and Carl were much more likely to do it. I think Steve probably well, yeah, more than anyone. Would, yeah. But probably neither. So then we started getting a bit further afield. So we're like oh, Brian Blessed. So we're like Claire Sturgis. <laughs> And we we're like, um, that would be interesting. I think she would do it. But then, then we were getting even further. We we're like Dickie Anderson. If we could track down oh, Dickie Anderson, wouldn't can that you be imagine? But then, how I, old is he now? I don't know. He's, he must be about fifty. But we, then we were thinking, like, then I was thinking, I, I thought after that, like, who else? Like tangentially, the most tangentially person linked to show. And I was thinking of some people. I thought of 
Peter Horton. Peter Horton. He's in. He's in the Chris Campling of the corn. Chris <laughs> Campling. But just imagine getting like. Oh, that would be amazing. Imagine getting Peter episodes. Horton in. Go being like, oh, what do you want to talk about? Like, like <laughs> Children of the Corn? Uh, no, just because you were he mentioned play, once. He played in a piece 2002 of corn. Yeah, yeah. On a on a local Peter radio Horton. station. Yeah, but. Um, but can but, yeah. I give you my my opinion on the show? Was I thought it was quite a sort of forgotten episode, and I was I was actually I really liked I it. I didn't yeah. I didn't want to listen I didn't want to listen to it or do or do a show on it because I just thought my main my main problems with it is they spend about half the episode discussing fat people and obesity, and particularly this is something that ages the show quite a lot, and a lot of them are timeless, but this one in particular does age it when they're talking about Fat Club, and I remember watching Fat Club in two thousand and two. Or, and I was 12 and I used to watch it at my dad's house uh, that was one of the few sort of father-son bonding activities that we did in, our, yeah. in my early years what uh, is that father-son bonding I don't even know watching Over, my, my father-son watching bonding Vanessa, is watching Vanessa uh, Feltz on the scales my father-son bonding is doing Rockbusters on, on local Which radio he enjoyed. local radio station <laughs> yeah, but that's the only thing he enjoyed but you're right actually you're right that I don't like that, and it's, it's actually wouldn't be done today. And I also don't it wouldn't, like, but I really I do like some of the. And you know, and I actually probably years ago I would have found this like fat bashing thing like hilarious, but now I just find it quite tired and wearisome, and it kind of. But remember, they did it before it was tired. Like so, they, they did, not, do it, and yeah. I don't like it. I think it's I think it's wrong. Like, I, but to be fair, that's one thing about Ricky. Like both of us have kind of thought like, Ricky is kind of. Ricky's gone off the rails a bit. He's very un-PC. However, during these shows, he is a voice of reason quite a lot. Like Steve was saying, like yeah, because Steve Steve says in this show, Steve 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 says Steve says like oh yeah, he's just a fat. And and Ricky says no, come on, like it is a genetic thing. Like is a like Ricky is the voice of reason in this show. In this show, in Mm. this show, he is. He's not in general, but I do like I do like some of the quotes in it, like. I like Are you doing your top quote? You can't do your top quotes now. Have we not come to top We're quotes? Not Mars has not sanctioned the top quotes. We cannot do the top this quotes. This is not the Mars time for the it. segment of top quotes. Uh, by the way, I just want to say, I really need a wheeze. So I think we should so break this up into two parts. Should we do it now? Let's have a break Let's now. Do it two See parts. you in a bit. See you later. Back. This is the Detroit Spinners podcast. I am your host, Miles Pennell. Sorry, we're both hosts. I just want to make Who that are you? clear. <laughs> Gary Forrest. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> See you later. <laughs> how was your How was your pee? How was your toilet break? It's so satisfying. Yeah. And I I didn't realise until you know later in my life that having you've had prostate problems ur- you? urinating <laughs> releases endorphins it's not just we did this last last episode yeah did we do that yeah we did we did <laughs> that this was bit. so predictable <laughs> uh, come on let's, um, let's have some we're having some uh, sweets no. yeah um, but anyway what, what's your what's so anyway coming back to what we're talking about so there's, <laughs> there's a lot of talk about uh, celebrity fat club and a lot of fat bashing shameless fat bashing generally from from, from both Ricky St- well no no Rick, not Ricky it's so interesting because I watched that um, you know the Oxford uh, talks uh, the Oxford University talks with Steve Merchant and and he said that he's never done anything in his career that, that you know would shame him 
or that he would look back on and feel really bad about. I, I told you about that. Yeah, too. yeah. And it's interesting because this one is one where he does sort of backtrack on himself. Like, he sort of has a go at Rick Waller for a long, long, for a long, considerable amount of time and then goes back and goes, no, but he says, um, no, but actually this is a serious concern for the future of our children. And it's like, you can't, you can't backtrack on something when you've just been slating someone. You can't, you can't just suddenly change your moral stance on something. And I know people aren't, people aren't perfect and people do sort of, you know, Christ knows I've, I've probably said things that I'm, I mean, definitely have said. We have, my God, we have. Go away, Mr. Waller. I like that line. But that's like Ricky. Ricky actually is the voice of reason in here because he says, like, if we're being serious, it is a glandular thing. And it is like, so. Well, he said for a certain percentage of the population, it is. Which is true. It yeah, isn't it is. for everyone. And it he did say for... this on Room 101. But that's true. It's true. It's, but, you know, but I agree. I totally agree. It's, um... But they do the same thing when, when they're talking about, and we'll get to this episode eventually, but the girl with the big head. That. No, I don't even... Let's not mention that now, but... That's totally different. That's a whole different level. I think this is more yeah. reasonable. But He does raise a good point, though, because when he's talking about... Um, when Carl says, it's hard to lose a bit of weight when you like pass the sponge cake section or he likes a little chocolate muffin. What's your little vice, Gary? Can I ask you, actually? Crisps. It's yeah. crisps. It is crisps. <laughs> so what would, crisps what right would your ideal packet of crisps look like? It would look very much like a Piper's bag of crisps, of cider vinegar and a Piper's delicious thing. Other crisps are available. Yeah. Um, We're not on radio too. No, no, <laughs> I do like the line. I lo- one of my favourite lines from the whole series is like where Carl's talking about this pill that can be. He's like, and you oh. test it on the mice. It's like, the only thing is, their eyes stood out on stalks. <laughs> their eyes popped out of their head. And, and then... And then, and then he goes, and then Ricky, eyes will pop out of their head. Oh, no, that's a different one, isn't it? No, that's Ricky... Different. No, no, it's different. Ricky, Ricky then goes like... Ricky does a little... He does this so well. A little a little dialogue with him and someone else in his head. I love like, how goes, your choice he, can be between... He goes like, that... that that, that happened to the mice. Sorry, that, <laughs> that happened, happened to, to the, the mice. mice. Like as if someone like that's a genuine conversation <laughs> that could take place. Someone is fat and goes like, take the pill. My eyes popped out of my head. Well, that happened to the mice. Sorry, what that do you mean? You happened to the mice and you let them. <laughs> happened to the mice. I like that they were talking about Ricky Gervais featuring on Celebrity Fat Club though, because at that point he would have been a minor celebrity, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I don't like from the episode? And we've talked about this many times. This is the first instance of it. I know what you're going to say. Ricky talking about Lowry. Now, Which is what I was going to now, bring yeah, up Yeah, no, but, but Ricky... Ricky's so an intelligent guy. Sorry, let's, both, can we just clarify what we're talking about okay, here? Okay, well, I, so, I was... So, I was saying, no, I was bring, saying, oh, sorry. So Ricky says that Carl says what art does he... What art he likes, and it's Lowry. And Ricky... Now, Ricky... After, after going to his house. But let me do... Ricky is brilliant at putting Carl down for things that are really jokey and not, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not arrogant at all like 99% of the time during this period of the show Ricky puts Carl down it's not arrogant however this it's about yeah. that and it I agree so, with you, is so arrogant like oh Lowry Lowry's rubbish like, yeah. Lowry isn't rubbish now I you know Lowry isn't the best size necessarily but he's a he's a great artist yeah now Ricky is so snide and that is the first evidence we see for Ricky now Showing his pomposity. Ricky right now. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think you're right because 
Have you have you seen Lowry's work? Yeah, and one of the things I love, as you little, know, Carl does say something. He goes, "You see little disabled people walking around." Oh, that's <laughs> my. Fa- <laughs> and then he goes, "He goes, well, that's not real then. That's not real." Then. But, but no, he's, he's that's basically one of my favourite lines. But it is within a context of Ricky being arrogant. That's not arrogant. That's a great line. If if that's all he said, yeah, that would be. Brilliant. I agree. Yeah, I agree. But Lowry's not but rubbish. The, like, the, the like, master plan. Video. Yes, yes, it's in yes, a Lowry yes. style, and yeah. I, you know, I love the master plan video. You've never so mentioned I never, it. <laughs> I don't talk about. Her. <laughs> I don't like to talk about. Oasis, Gary's got a massive love and passion for Oasis, particularly. I don't even know where it comes from, but it's yeah, just I would incredible. like to know where you love. Yeah. But I think it's probably. I think bit, it's just what, growing it's been up. That age, isn't I it? was yeah. twelve when Don't Look Back in Anger came out, and and you're thirty-five no, now, and you're listening to it. I was eleven. Yeah, but uh, anyway, it was it was. It was just a great time, you know, and they, I think they were the last iconic band. Yeah. I think even you can admit that you were a bit I would older agree. than me. I would probably... You, you, like, you like Block Party, but you can admit they're not iconic in the but same I, way. But I think, like, probably Kasabian are probably, you know, holding that torch for, for yeah, Oasis Yeah, but that's now. it. But they're not... That's Kasabian never reached levels of Oasis, no. ever. But they're probably the only band that are kind of doing the Oasis sort of, you know, swagger and mm. that sort of essence of cool that they that they had in the yeah. 90s but they're not they're not the they're, same. they're not but, but to take it back to what we're talking about the master plan is in the Lowry style you know you know the video yeah. don't yeah, you yeah 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 but anyway i think that's b-side very b-side wasn't it uh, the master plan was a b-side Ma- amazing that the master plan was a b-side i think to um do you know what i mean i need to check that but i do know what you mean Alright. Oh, he's, he's funny, isn't he? Just, isn't just it? popping off, just, just sort of every now off. and again. Just it happens. It's farting <laughs> my family. But um, that, but yeah, that is arrogant of Ricky, and I don't like that. And we've talked about that. Now, but but he like the whole thing. He, he has a brilliant line. That's the thing about Ricky. This show encapsulates why we love and hate Ricky. So, Ricky. He's really arrogant then, but that line he I just love says that you're about like looking, that, you're slightly looking at your phone as you're about yeah, to deliver. Yeah, <laughs> but but that that line that he that line that he says about um, that's not real then. Yeah, that, that that's is funny. A great line. Yeah, it's a funny that's line. Such a great line. I think and think in this episode as well. Um, and if you want a bit of trivia, do you want a bit of trivia? No. Oh well, give it to you anyway. Uh, they they go on. They're talking about like on crisps. Uh, <laughs> Gary's eating. He is eating some crisps now. His oily hands as he caresses his whatever lover. <laughs> Ricky's worst jostics disaster bit. Oh yeah. And the Olympic-sized fat Brit. Uh, they were featured in his stand-up show Animals. And some of the material from Animals can originally be heard during these during these XFM shows. Was they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a few instances of this happening. Uh, on the 30th of November, he talks about the Bod Pod. On the 2nd of November, it's Rick Waller. He talks about the Falkland War, the man weighing eight, uh, 70 stone, a dry wipe cat, and uh, the Ricky's Ghost go-kart story, which I actually find quite tedious. I've got another that happened this week. Did you? Steve Merchant was on Would I Lie to You. Yes, yeah, we were going to talk we about this. We were going to talk about this, but we saved it for the show. And so actually, this, is, this, is, this is the New Year show, really, of, uh, and yeah. you can probably catch it on BBC iPlayer. This is Would I Lie to You. Would I Lie to You, um, maybe the 2nd of, 2nd of January. Mm-hmm. 
and it was basically Steve. Steve was good on it, but he was he was a bit he was a bit anxious actually in general. He I, doesn't I do a lot a, of talk shows generally, though, him, does he? I fa- yeah, I f- I didn't. I found him a bit like there was a couple of instances where he could have come back to something that Lee Max. He was on Dave Mitchell's team. Yeah, Lee Max said a bit better, but he didn't. He wasn't as sharp. He didn't seem as sharp, but he was good. He was still good. But one of the one of the things towards the end, he he did, and it was, I was a living landmark, and oh, I love the story. Yeah, so the story on XFM is the it's one of my favourite stories where Steve, yeah, didn't you have a balloon once? Like Ricky says yeah. to Steve, because they're talking about balloons, and, well, yeah, and there's was... like, yeah, I was in New Year's Eve, I was in Bristol Square. And I had a balloon, and these girls came up to me and said, "You know what are you doing? And can you, <laughs> you do you want to come back?" Like he thought, "Oh, well, they want to, you know, they want to get me." And he's like, you know, "Can we? We just arranged to meet back at you. You can go back your yeah. business." Yeah. You but one of the things Carl says on that episode is, Carl says, "So this was in Leicester. So sorry. So this was in Trafalgar Square where Nelson's column oh. is." And and Steve says, "No, no, it's in Bristol." This said. time he told it. Mm. He said I was in Trafalgar Square, yeah. which we know is oh, not true. Wow! Oh, now he, I annoying. don't think he was necessarily lying. He just went, but he he was doing it for funnier, dramatic effect. It's but, funnier yeah. to be because he says old oh, Nelson's column was there, and he says it was ten years ago, which absolutely is not the case because ten he, he told the story in XFM eighteen years mm. ago. And he says he talks about being famous then. Mm. Now he wasn't famous during this story because no. it was it was told eighteen years ago, which it's means he would have been about 18, five years yeah. before that. So he would have been what, like twenty two? Twenty two, twenty one. But that's just interesting how these stories get told later on and they get changed. It wasn't that, but and it was like I was like one of the select group of people who knew yes. that it wasn't true, like. But who knew? I also knew that the general story that he was telling was going to be a truth. Going to be a truth, mm. but it wasn't going to be a lie because. But it's interesting how they change it. The slightly. story just and he changed. But that it happens to a lot in the podcast as well. Can I ask you a question? Actually, this this whole like telling of stories and the and the retelling of stories, I actually think is like a really interesting point in like the way that we kind of commentate on our own lives. Do you have like? Because in my own head, right, I've been on date when on on the, on the when I was single and I sort of went on dates. I had like a select few anecdotes to hand, <laughs> like on my file decks of you know stories that I know will guarantee a laugh. Um, but it's funny. Trod in some shit. It's <laughs> all that. That's not funny. Um, um, Depending it, on who you date. Yeah, it's yeah, one like, of those girls last week. Yeah, they would have loved it. They would have loved it. Old Essex ladies, yeah. they love it. We shouldn't take that. Uh, no. We know, we know better than them. No. We know better well, than no, them. I don't know. I know. Oh, okay. She's got a quarter million quid. I don't. Wish I did. Um, had you... Flat-o. I... Well, in Birmingham. <laughs> no, in <laughs> Liverpool. Liverpool. It's even worse. Yeah, it's worse. And I was going to say is... The cheapest flat in the world. <laughs> it cannot get cheaper than that. It's the smallest <laughs> flat. It's like one... Gary rents one... out to penniless students, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Right. He's an absolute launderer. Um... Yeah, go on, what was your question? I think What's it's funny your... like how we like edit and moderate our stories as we get older. Yes, that's true. Absolutely. I'm sure stories I tell about what happened to me when I was 20. Because it's like your version, it's particularly as you get older. Like... It, that's, why, that's why I said, when, when I said about this with Steve, I said, I don't think he's lying. 
I think he's it's changed in his head. Mm-hmm. Like, it's changed in his head. But like, this is what time does to you, isn't it? Like, you change events and things... And think and and the ver- your version of that story will will change and differ to the point where, like, truth actually becomes like largely well, true, indifferent, it? doesn't it? Yeah. It, it? Because because you're never going to be able you 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 tell that story d- depending on what company you're in to achieve a certain result. Clearly, for that for the benefit of that show, he had to make that story plausible, and to make it more plausible, yeah. it makes more sense that no, he was in Trafalgar Square. Funnier. Funny, yeah, exactly. But that's the whole point uh, of the show, know, isn't it? Do you know the gene, the best person at this, the most the person who does this? No, it's actually Bob who does it fantastically. But Bob, <coughs> I think Bob changes Chris stories so much. In your throat, is it? <coughs> I think Bob changes stories so much that he he does it really. I funny, believe that those things did happen the, as they happened. But though. the best person that, to embellishing a story is Johnny Vaughan. Like I have, li- like Johnny Vaughan. You You're can a tell. Johnny Vaughan. I've jo- never. But, but Johnny Vaughan. When he tells a story, you know that about 35% is absolutely true mm. and 65% is completely embellished. And he does it really well, actually. Mm. Like, he does it really well. Like, that if you do it well... And we all do it. Yeah, I agree. When I've told stories about things that have happened in my past, I probably embellish it. Even stories that show me in a bad light. Like when I, well, I'll make them. I'll make them deliberately worse. When I when I kick my manager, like for example, I've told you that. Like I probably made it worse than it actually was. Like, and yeah. I got to, to another team. Like, but that that was a different. Yeah, but can you fill the new listeners in on what this story was? No, well, I went out on a on a on a team night out, and I was I was kind of I I was with one of the people on the team. Yeah, I was with one of the people on the team. And uh, like in a relationship, and I we were arguing. Anyway, I ended up kicking my manager, <coughs> as, you, as you do, <coughs> quite hard in the leg. But I've told that story, and it's been much worse than it actually was. And so you know, we we do that. Well, I think we all do that. Yeah, I think I think we do do it. But it's just it's just interesting how that version of the truth distorts over the years. And also, this is going to sound a bit bleak, but I always think like in the story of our lives, you know, like. However old we are, we've all got like I, I was watching Dame Edna Everett on a on um Everage. Everage, sorry. Um and uh, it was interesting because she's someone, you know, very, very, you know, national treasure, you know, but clearly someone who's got very good good, you know, trademark catchphrases. Amazing. I I Mate, just yeah. I just wanna direct Barry the Humphreys. to one particular interview that she, he did on Little Women. Just, 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 just go to. What's that. as in as in Little Women the book or? No, no, no. On sorry, not Little Women. Loose, Loose women. women. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Loose Women. Um, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. One of the best, funniest interviews I have ever seen in my life. Now, there's some interviews where I've seen Barry Humphreys be interviewed, and he's not been quite on it. When he's Dame Edna, he usually is on it. But when he's being interviewed as Barry Humphreys, he's not on it. It's so interesting as some people. They How they're your persona, character. yeah. They're not. They're shy people. They, 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 he's straight as well. Yeah, I know. Unbelievably. Oh yeah, like, he's not. He doesn't do. He does it for entertainment. Yeah. He doesn't do it like as some as, partake in the dark arts. Yeah, sure. Um, Sorry. Yeah, it's it's just very. No, it's it's interesting. But I just think of like when you look back on your own lives, like that you've got this select view of stories that basically sum up your life in different decades, and I find it quite interesting. A little bit depressing, but I find it quite interesting that that. It's how you remember those things 
that really give significance to your life and that kind of you know create a timeline of your life as as it were do you know what i mean does that make sense sort of but i i mean you you've you've lost me a bit in terms of what you actually mean yeah it's a significance of it do you mean like for example that when you look back on 10 years Mm. of your life you look at what you tell people about that 10 years you compare it to the reality and it's kind of a bit different yeah like wow i've had it and also and also like on on a day-to-day basis like not that many interesting things happen to people but it's those like little anecdotes and those little fun things that happen to you and and these are really and these are things that you remember and they're often like either the most embarrassing or the most shameful things or the most like you know you know these things are really funny and you probably hate them whilst they're happening Mm. But on reflection, they're actually really like character they're defining. To your, they're character your, defining. Your yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also a bit depressed to go. A lot of stuff did actually happen in between that, but I'm not telling that bit. I'm only remembering the best bits of my life. Well, that's an interesting thing about this position. And I know, obviously, we you know we're going through the Ricky Gervais show, or episode by episode. However, we do happen to be at the anniversary of a new ep- of a new decade. And it is an interesting yeah. thing. I've reflected on this decade. And actually, for you, it's a bit more significant because your decades coincide with your exactly. turning 30, Because that 20, was 1990. 40, 50, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, I have looked on my last decade and I thought, bloody brilliant. Bloody brilliant decade. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've had a good decade. I've thought, I think you have. When we first met, we're both in unhappy relationships. Mars is now in a happy relationship. How things change, and I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm not in a relationship, but I'm happy. I'm happy. Not in a relationship. Gen- yeah, I'm <laughs> joking. Yeah, I know. Gen- you would like me not to be happy. I, I mean, no, I mean, I, that's not would, true. That is I'm not, not true. That's not I, true. I'm, uh, I'm sort of dating at the moment, but I'm not in a relationship. <laughs> um, another thing I was going to say about this episode, I've, it's interesting. Actually, I've got a lot more to say about this than I initially thought. Because it's I, not football. That's another quote I love. Yeah, it's that's not football. football. Um, I can't, can you imagine Ricky Gervais playing football? It's like you playing football. Yeah. You, you never play football. I just like... No, but I really wanted to be there for when Carl first went to Ricky Gervais's house. Wouldn't that be amazing? Noble Bollock. Noble Bollock, yeah. yeah. But imagine like... But just, do you know what I think about those? And I but think that, was, about... that was probably the first time Carl and Ricky probably spent any time together. And, um, and they... Um, and, and yet he probably went to his flat and it must have been like that same thing do you remember when you're at school and you go around your best mate's house or even someone that you didn't know that well and you have like beans, chips and yeah and yeah, and, yeah. And, and sausages or whatever yeah, it is yeah. and it's like that thing of that was the first time for fuck's sake so if anyone's listening if anyone's listening I'll keep saying that because <laughs> it brings it down there's no one is already Gary, Gary has just finished a, a packet of Piper's uh, cider Cider vinegar and uh, sea salt crisps, yes. and he's now bringing out a packet of a double wrapped cheese it's sandwich. It's very unethical. It's a cheese sandwich wrapped in tin foil. There is no veganism going on here. And what kind of cheese is that? Is that Cathedral Cheddar. City? Would you say? Cheddar. Yeah. Is, and, it, and it's on brown. Marsden's. It's on brown bread, brown bread, and the 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 crusts are still on. Mm. Not red. There's a bit like red Leicester that. No, so that's that's the coleslaw. Oh, you got coaster yeah, as well. Yeah. Oh, you um, decadent arsehole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is decadent. That's Miles' version of decadent. We're going to spa. That's decadent, <laughs> mate. Um, so I was going to say, 
because I normally skip the sort of what's the song bits uh, usually in these episodes. What do you um, mean? Skip you know the what's, what's the song? You know when he's this is the early precursor to Rockbusters. Oh yeah, I've got some Rockbusters. So I know, yeah. But basically, let me explain my stance on this because I normally skip on the bit because I I don't really like the bits of audience interaction, but actually they're really funny. Yeah, they're, they're sweet. They're yeah, they're sweet, really I would sweet. Say. Because they're I don't sweet. usually allow listeners onto onto the show. And actually, Steve's actually a bit mean to people that that um. Again, Ricky's the voice of reason there. Steve is quite a mean guy. Like oh. he, and St- there's another episode where Steve says, "Piss off, piss off, yeah, piss off." And Ricky goes, "You can't say that, to yeah, the listeners." It's like, but I do think it's pretty funny. Um, Gary, as a bit of a, you know, as a bit of a. You know, d- difference uh, as a sort of organic feature that I've kind of augmented from from this episode. I want to bring up something. So, this is a feature, and it's called "What Would You Do?" What would you do? What would Gary do? And this has all sprung up from um, uh, at one point in this episode, uh, Ricky asks, uh, "No, <laughs> Carl asks Ricky if you lost your hands and the doctor could only give you stumps or feet to replace." Which you would pick? What would you choose? Um, yeah, I was going to ask you. Um, I've been thinking about this. This is whilst he's doing the washing up. I would choose feet. I would choose feet. Well, you'd wash up with your feet. No, I'd choose feet if I could have them mm. put there or stumps. Would you? Stumps would be so. Like, at least with feet, you could do something. It would look weird, but you could do something with them. Yeah, it's it's hard to imagine, isn't it? Like having toes for hands. And toes for hands, but this this often got me thinking about like other other scenarios one might find themselves in. And uh, one thing I like to do when I'm around the lunch table at work is to call is to do this thing called lunchtime questions, which is actually what I'm going to call them. Uh, so Gary, this is my this is my what would you do lunchtime question to you? If you had to never work again, and but but you would only get your current salary, your current annual salary every year. Or carry on as the way you are, with the potential to make more money, but you'd have to work. What would you do? The second one. Carry on the way you are. No. Yes, carry on the way I am. To, to I wouldn't guarantee my annual salary, which is only fifteen grand, because it's a stipend from the economic and social. So you, you what? Even if you knew you were never going to work again, but you'd get fifteen k. Yeah, I'd carry on as I am and. and Get more money. See, I. The I'd, point is, the point is, for me particularly, you you know, if we compare salaries, you you earn far more because you you earn a salary. I don't earn a salary. What about when you used to work at a certain? Uh... Well, maybe I'll keep that because <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I, I don't want to. Say, but yes, you were on good money even back then. Yeah, it's good money. Yeah. Yeah. I was it investigating fraud, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely, um, I definitely pack up the job. I'll be happy. With, yes. Well, that's what a pension is called. But you're not allowed to pension to 65 and you're 30. You're 20. Yeah, but I still get the money that I'm on now. No, no. But and that would see me all right till, till I'm dead. I'm pretty confident. With inflation, it wouldn't be worth that much in 10 well, years. Well, do you not... What, in 10 years? No. In 10 years... Do things change that quick? Double it in 10 years, yeah. It's mm. interesting to know. Because you're under Boris... <laughs> Did you not do that? Actually, I don't like that. Sorry, right. um, Gary. I'm going to do my top ten quotes now. Now that we've 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 secured what you would and wouldn't do. 
So, <clears throat> an honourable. Okay, okay. I, okay. I, I want to. I want to give mine as you're doing. So we we'll okay. do one each. Can, one but each. can I do my honourable mention first? Yeah, go on. Bloke phones up. He he goes, "Are you a bloke?" Bloke goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Hold on." And another bloke calls up. He goes, "Oh." Are you a bloke? Are you the I went, woman? I went, are you the... We wanted a woman. He goes, put the woman on. She came on. He went, are you the woman? <laughs> I love I love that quote. Can I just give one of mine now? So, <clears throat> it's where he says, you know... He, he, he doesn't mean the point that um, Jono is old, but he just means... He's oh, about John my age, goes, he, he goes, yeah, he's not old. He's my age, <laughs> I uh, do, you know, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? I love any quote where Ricky says, <laughs> yeah. Ricky ends it with, you. He do, there's a few of them. There's in the office and, and this. And this. He's about my age, you. You. Okay, so number five. In my top list of this, uh, in my top quotes of this episode, he wears a little cap of a little bit of sponge. <laughs> a little bit of sponge on the top. Just like... <laughs> It's just the idea of a little man with a little bit of sponge. A little bit of sponge. Uh, number four. Thinking the drop in that, which we said earlier in we the show. We love that. We've, yeah. we, we've referenced that between ourselves <laughs> many times over the Because it says months. so much about their relationship, doesn't it? About Ricky and Steve's relationship. The fact that Ricky... I was, I was listening to... But they planned that. You yeah. Know they planned that. I was actually a bit... I was a bit naughty. I actually listened to uh, a later episode with Claire Sturgis. We're not allowed to do We're that. not allowed to talk about no, that. We, no, but, but it was it was about Ricky meeting... Of course uh, are, yeah. It's about Ricky meeting uh, David Bowie. And, and he was saying... Yeah, but let's not talk too no, much No, we won't talk that. about that. And number three... And uh, this is Ricky talking about Jono. And he says, it's funny, he does a breakfast show on art. He's wrecking his own. There's a bit of irony in there. Yeah. Which is... That's... It's a really funny quote, but also it's the way that Carl says it's so deadpan. And the fact yeah. that he's wrecking his own. He's sort of wrecking his own. Yeah. Which is so true, you know. I don't know about... Jo- do, you, I, do you know what? I, I, this isn't a quote. I know we're going... But I really find it funny that Jono... And I can totally believe this, because I know other fat people that have done this. And I'm not... But that wear shorts when you wear a suit. Yeah. But he wears Bermuda shorts. Bermuda shorts, which is like, what, a Hawaiian short? By the way, I need to buy some Bermuda shorts well, because for, our, what, for our spa. Well, because the stretch pants that you're wearing now, no, aren't, no, aren't, what, no, they're no, not giving I'm enough, wearing, are they? I'm wearing, I'm wearing tracksuit <laughs> bottoms. But, um, Why did you put them on this morning? Because I, I just wanted... I couldn't be bothered to wear jeans. I could not be bothered to do a belt up. I know, but, but you knew you had to go on the jeans while other people were looking at Oh, God, you know... I want to get a pair of swimming trunks before we go to the spa. Would would you not have ones anyway? No, I've got, two I've pairs. got ones, that, but people have said they look like bird shitting on them. <laughs> I, they look. It looks like white and it's black in the form of bird shit. <laughs> That's what other people have said. So, what ones are you going to get? Probably just some nice a, a base aqua, primary colour, aqua blue. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What are you going to use first? You're going to use the. Sorry, uh, Gary and I, we're going to well, go we, to a yeah. spa. I don't and, want to talk uh, too much about it. But no. Yeah, we're but, gonna, so, what kind of ones are you after? So, you're going to just go. Just some ones that I feel comfortable in. Like Aqua these. Blue, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, number two on my list. Uh, or a stick man with eyes on stalks. I mean, Steve's chose that. Well, that's that's I. That's the quote. You I say, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which is which is great, you know, because that's just a classic, you know, Ricky ripping on Steve. I mean, Steve's chosen that. Option. I mean, Steve's chosen that. He's going, all oh, right. Um, and then my my top 
ten quote, my top five quote of this episode is. This is during the sort You've of. You've got ro- five more to go. No, no, this is um, oh, this my is number top, one. Top and uh, this is they're playing. This is whilst they're playing Rockbusters or what's the song as it's called then. And he goes, they're playing for a video here. Okay, that's a quite a subtle one. Yeah, I, I know. I like. I like, no, no, I like it so yeah, much because yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> Carl's. He's so happy with his competition. And it's like Carl means VHS. Yeah, it's, it's, like, like, it's like an old video. Like they're playing for Children of the Corn. Two. <laughs> Children, if, that's another. This is from another episode, I don't know. But if it's Children of the Corn too, can I enter this week? <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. Um, what are yours? Well, the, I, I mean, I've got. He's not old, he's my age, you f- And then I've got, that happened to the mice. Sorry? That, that happened, happened to, to the, the mice. mice. <laughs> and then I've got, his, it's not football. Yeah. And then I've got, go away, Mr. Waller. Because Ricky does that. Ricky yeah. goes into, actually, that's an interesting point, because Ricky is so much better than Steve. Steve is good. Steve is a funny guy. But Ricky is so much better Steve. I think Steve's the mediator, isn't Hang he, on, between the, go- the three of them. But the going into... <clears throat> A completely off tan- a tangential, like conversation between two two random people that is commenting on what they've just talked yeah. about. It's Ricky is great. Like that happened to the mice. Sorry, that happened to the mice. It, that's such a subtle thing, but <laughs> yeah. like it's so funny because he do- he says it's like Steve would never have come up with that because Steve would have said, I don't know. Oh yeah, that's my eyes pop out on stalk. So, but R- Ricky has an actual conversation that someone whose eyes popped out on stalks that was fat yeah. that actually took those pills might actually have like. That but he's very quick, isn't he? And then he's someone saying. else, someone else, like as if someone else said to him, like, oh, "My eyes have popped out on stalks." He doesn't say that bit, which you, and then he goes, "Well, that happened to the mice." Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> that happened, that happened to, the to the mice. Like, and uh, if you carried that on, it'd be like. What do you mean that happened to the mice? Well, it's just some mice that's happened and you let this go to me, this um, uh, fat man. Yeah. You let me have this and this <laughs> happened to the mice. But uh, that's like, it's just a subtle thing, but I think Ricky is so good at those little subtle conversations. And he's just great at like constructing a sketch from nothing, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, and I don't, he's unrivaled because I don't think of any, maybe Bob Mortimer in, in this similar situation could have come up with something. But uh, the, uh, yeah. now we, we're not fans of Ricky now necessarily, but Ricky, Ricky then was was amazing at that and Steve is a funny guy but Steve does not come up with that sort of stuff yeah and I, I, think, I completely agree I think that's probably we're probably done now for this week we are next this time we are, wait, we're going to be in a spot no, we I'm are going to be in a spot um, sorry we are nearly done but Gary um, music music oh, we're nearly done no, on. music plays a big part in the show it does, and they have good music taste. They do have good music. So what I thought would be something that quite nice of what we could do for fans of the Detroit Spinners podcast with Mars Pennell is... um. So Sorry, don't do that. Do it right. Say that right. What, what I thought would be something... No, no, funny. no, say it right. Don't, That's what I was going to do. What, what no, I, no, no, no. The Detroit Spinners it's podcast... It's not the Detroit Spinners podcast with Mars Pennell. And Gary Forrester, he's also here. Don't fuck around with it. Go on. <laughs> I thought we could choose a song every week and I can collate these into a list on a playlist on Spotify. So if you're a fan of this show, you can listen to the type of music that what we would play had we uh, had we had our own show on XFM. 
Uh, what, what, and which we, we would like. Yeah, which please. we would like. Thank you very much. It's now called Radio X or on a BBC Radio 2 or on a please. BBC Radio But anyway, so but this will be available. LBC this will be available. John Graham. Yeah, this will be available to the public. And basically, it's a week-on-week uh, selection of songs uh, that uh, that I will add to our playlist, and you can listen to them, and you can feel like you know you're you're in a little disco with MP and. GF. So Gary, I'm guessing your your choice is going to be. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm no, throwing I you on the spot. I was going to say Master Plan. No, I would say Painted this Black one. by Rolling Stones. And That's why, a point. And why would you? And why would you? Why, why would you say that? I, I think it's a great song, Dildy Audio. I think it's got such a great intro, like the 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 bass guitar. Yeah. I just I just think it's, it's a great song. But you you know as well as I do. That my favourite songs are Oasis, but I'm just picking something different. I, I respect pa- that. Paint it black. I respect your opinion, really Gaz. Don't fuck around with me. That's, that's <laughs> but no, I pick Paint It Black. So well, what's the, your song? Uh, for, oh man, that's good. That's a good shout. Well, hang on, you've come on this I, picture, you know, must have one. Do you know what? Actually, talking today, I think we should put the master plan on there. Because we're talking about Lowry, we're talking about the music video. Let's put, okay, we'll put Painted Black and the Mask. That's it. Okay. So, guys, if you want to listen to our playlist, I'm gonna I'm gonna label it. It's gonna be called the Detroit Spinners Podcast Playlist, and you've got you're gonna listen to Oasis, the Master Plan, and Painted Black by Oasis. Oasis, and we will see you next week with, with a, our special, a sexy spa, a sexy spa sitcom. Special. Can you imagine that sexy spa sitcom special? <laughs> I've been Mars Pennell. I yeah, Gary Fussell. Thinking of dropping that. Yeah, let's drop that. Do you like that? I don't care. See you later.